Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Formula One has a street circuit problem that we need to talk about. Breaking news, it was just announced that starting in 2026, the Spanish Grand Prix will be held at a circuit other than the Circuit de Barcelona Catalunya for the first time since 1990, and that this new circuit would be, drumroll please, a temporary street circuit to be built around a convention center in the Spanish capital of Madrid. Yes, another street circuit, folks. This sport is currently obsessed with street circuits like Ferrari is obsessed with disappointing their fans, and AlphaTauri is obsessed with changing their name. Sorry, I mean Toro Rosso. I mean Visa, Cash App, JG Wentworth. It's my money and I need it now. Formula One team. RB. Formula One literally cannot help themselves from adding street circuits to the F1 calendar at the moment. Of the six most recent circuits added to the ongoing Formula One calendar, five of them are street circuits. Five. One, two, three, four, five. That is simply too many street circuits, and here's why. Formula One, at its core, is not a street circuit series. Before you say anything, yes, I know that every single season of Formula One's 74-year history minus 2020, has included F1 cars racing on closed-down public infrastructure in some fashion, either by way of street circuits like the Circuit de Monaco that run through cities, or road circuits like Bremgarten or Pescara that run through countrysides. However, just because Formula One has pretty much always gone racing on street and road circuits to some degree, doesn't mean racing on them should or was ever meant to become the norm. And it has certainly become the norm because last season saw an absurd eight of the season's 22 Grand Prix take place on street circuits, which comes out to 36.3636% repeating, of course, with a stretch of races from the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix to the Monaco Grand Prix that saw Formula One race on street circuits, an absurd five Grand Prix in a row, one, two, three, four, five. That's simply too many street circuits in a row. And oh yeah, all eight of those street circuits from last season will be back again this season. So why do I say Formula One isn't a street circuit series? First and most obviously, because Formula One cars aren't built for street circuits. Formula One cars are and have always been built to be not the fastest possible cars, but the fastest possible cars around racetracks. To meet this goal, modern F1 cars are big for power and aerodynamic purposes, fragile for weight purposes, and designed with maximum possible grip in mind for cornering purposes. And street circuits pretty much penalize F1 cars for all of those things. Street circuits are narrower than permanent racetracks as they take place on city streets, which are surrounded by civilian infrastructure that has to be protected with barriers, which are usually placed right on the edge of track limits. This narrowness has a lot of negative impacts on F1 cars, 
It makes it hard for F1 cars to overtake on street circuits, given how big F1 cars are, there's just not a lot of room for them. It forces F1 drivers to drive less aggressively or risk losing any of their fragile aerodynamic elements due to even the slightest collision with a wall or other car. And it prevents F1 cars from taking a wider variety of racing lines that may allow them to use their insane levels of grip to carry more speed through a corner. Additionally, F1 cars are designed to perform best on level track surfaces and street circuits are oftentimes quite bumpy cause you know, there's city streets, which adds a whole nother element into the mix. Shout out to Max Verstappen's 2023 Singapore Grand Prix. In that regard and most other regards, IndyCar, which features smaller and sturdier cars, is much more of a street circuit series than Formula One, which is exemplified by the fact that this happened in a race to Marcus Ericsson and he still managed to somehow win that race. That would be like Fernando Alonso winning the 2022 USGP after Lance Stroll yeeted him Yeet. directly into the sun. I'm not saying street circuits can't produce good races, but oftentimes good street circuit races have less to do with the racing itself and more to do with safety cars, weather, tire strategy, and the inability of some normally top cars to adapt to street circuit conditions. Shout out once again to Max Verstappen's 2023 Singapore Grand Prix. Second, Formula One isn't a street circuit series because of its history of not being a street circuit series. The vast majority of races in the history of Formula One have taken place at permanent racetracks because, as I mentioned earlier, they're the locations at which the cars are designed to be driven. And if you look at Formula One's history with regard to road circuits and street circuits, you'll notice a couple interesting trends. First, Road circuits were phased out of Formula One entirely by the early 1970s due to safety concerns stemming from how fast the cars were becoming, plus how unpredictable track conditions were. Nobody knows more about these sometimes treacherous track conditions than Red Bull director Helmut Marko. His racing career was actually ended at the 1972 French Grand Prix, which took place on the Sherrod Road Circuit, when a rock made its way onto the track surface and was flung into his left eye by the car of Ronnie Peterson ahead of him, permanently blinding Marco in that eye. Because of this event, as well as other safety concerns, the 1972 French Grand Prix was the final Formula One race ever run on a true road circuit. When it comes to street circuits, they've been more of a constant in Formula One, with at least one street circuit appearing on the F1 calendar in each decade of Formula One's existence, even when you don't count Monaco. Heck, there was even one season, the 1982 Formula One season, where five of the season's 16 races were on street circuits, which actually makes it pretty comparable percentage-wise to the street circuit-heavy era we're currently in. Ever since that early street circuit peak, street circuits have maintained a place on the F1 calendar, but it was usually like three or four street circuits a season, not eight, like we're seeing now. And also, like I mentioned earlier, it makes more sense to race on street circuits the further back in Formula One history you go as the cars get progressively smaller, allowing them to come alive more and race better on circuits that were narrower. So it's certainly not ideal that F1 is adding all these street circuits in now at arguably the worst possible time in F1 history to be racing on street circuits. And that is from a car size perspective, not a safety perspective. Now, before I get into why I think Formula One is so obsessed with street circuits right now, in this day and age, anyone can sell products online. And if you're thinking about starting, you, yes you, need to be using my partner, Shopify. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics 
used by the world's leading brands like Ruggable and Allbirds. Ever heard of them? Why spend time trying to build an online store with someone besides Shopify when Shopify stores convert the best? The answer is you shouldn't be. You should be using Shopify. One thing I love about Shopify is that it actually integrates with YouTube. So if you want to sell stuff on YouTube, boom, Shopify. I'm actually going to start selling Formula Bum merch here soon, so stay tuned. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify, and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow, and run their business. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash fbone, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash fbone, shopify.com slash fbone. Okay, so why are Formula One obsessed with adding street circuits to the F1 calendar right now? It's simple. Dollar dollar bills, y'all, or I guess like euro pound bills, y'all. It's a cash grab, and it's pretty transparently a cash grab. I don't think Formula One's owners, Liberty Media, are really trying to hide that at this point, despite the fact that they're really trying to market this Madrid race as a sustainability play. Yes, with your gas-guzzling cars, tell me how sustainable you are. Street circuits are like a cheat code for Formula One. They allow F1 to host races, not wherever there's a good racetrack, but instead wherever there's money and they'll figure out the racetrack part later. That has never been more apparent than at the 2023 Las Vegas Grand Prix where they were still literally figuring out the racetrack part during the race weekend after Carlos Sainz's car and race weekend were destroyed by a loose drain valve cover on the street circuit's track surface. A theory that many people have as to why we've seen the addition of so many street circuits as of late is that Liberty Media may be scared F1's previously surging popularity appears to be declining after its Drive to Survive-related uptick combined with Red Bull's dominance, so they're using the addition of 10-year deal street circuits as an opportunity to capitalize on F1's popularity while it's still there as a medium-term insurance policy of sorts. Whatever the case, we'll be seeing street circuits as a prominent part of F1 for at least the medium-term future, which is sad because there are plenty of great permanent circuits that do deserve spots on the Formula One calendar that don't currently have those spots. F1 built its reputation off the back of permanent racetracks, and it owes it to them to support them so that they can stay afloat and well-maintained, and so that investors will see creating new racetracks as a solid investment opportunity so that permanent racetracks don't go extinct like the Dodo and the Road Circuit and the name AlphaTauri. What do you think? Are you fine with F1's current street circuit obsession? Do you think they need to pump the brakes, or do you land somewhere in the middle? Also, what permanent circuit do you think deserves a spot on the F1 calendar? Let me know your answer to either or both of those questions in the comments. Like, go comment right now. Seriously, right now. Special shout out to my top YouTube channel members, Mo, Brian Linton, and Joe Max's number one hater, Snow. Until next time, folks, J-Bomb. J-Bomb.